Welcome to Smarter Selling Podcast. Are you a sales leader who wants to learn the latest in sales psychology, mindset, and strategies so you can enhance your own as well as your team's skills, performance, and results? You're in the right place. Now, let's hear from sales expert, sales trainer, and founder of Smarter Selling, Charmaine Keegan. So today's topic is all about the reason for the sale closing. So Charmaine, I wonder how many times do you get asked about a team needing closing skills? If I had a dollar for every time I'm asked that, I probably would be sitting here now, you know. I'm asked, my team are asked every day, at least twice in the morning and twice in the afternoon. It's like um, it's like the close okay, my, my team just need help closing, a couple of hours on closing, coach on closing. Not, not all self-leaders would do that. Nine out of 10 actually now, it's a bit different. They'll say my team need assistance with everything, but a lot are still fixated with this bit, like the close is like it's a self-contained part of the sale. And, and isn't it? Um, no, no, closing is, a, closing is a natural consequence of doing everything else right. You know, have you connected in the right way? Did you send a calendar invite that had the five bullet points of what you're going to cover? Did you send value between? Your emails were professional. You've swapped over your signature. You've added a link. You've, you've reached out on LinkedIn. You were the part. You acted You acted and behaved the part because you are the part of a professional salesperson. You added value and worth. You set up a meeting with a decent agenda. You did your prep work. You rung up beforehand and asked them questions. You did your due diligence on that client before the meetings. You understood exactly what they may ask you, what you need to ask them, what challenges they may have, what the roadblocks may be. And when you went into the meeting, you made the meeting all about them and not about you. You know, you partnered with them. You came in with your intent to partner. You collaborated together, you and the client. Your intent, this is the important thing, was to help them. You saw yourself, you see yourself as an extension of their business or an extension of them. And you went over and above everything you needed to do. You were creative. You were a solution provider. You asked intelligent, meaningful questions. They saw you then as the authority in your field. They saw you as this trusted advisor, the subject matter expert. They saw you as an industry expert. Your language, the way you engaged, everything about you showed that you cared because you do care and they could feel that you care and they want someone to care as much about the outcome as they do. So the clothes will come naturally at the end of all that. You know, in fact, they are asking for the sale. They're, they're saying, when can we buy this? So important. So I wonder, what can a sales leader do to address that? How can they help their team with that headspace around that whole closing? Yeah, good one. And um, as a sales leader, the first thing is you've got to take your eyeballs and the focus off the close. So there's weekly meetings about what the figures, who closed, da, da, da. I get it. I get why they're there. But that it's an opportunity to help your team realize that the close is a consequence of everything else. So in those weekly meetings, you need to impart, oh, you might have to brief the person. Sam here, Sam bought in you know, John Smith got across the road, 20 grand. Well done, Sam. So Sam, do take us through the process of what happened there. And you've briefed Sam beforehand. And Sam might go, oh, yeah, three years ago, I linked out, reached out to him on LinkedIn. Then I bumped into him at a conference. Then this happened. Then I added some value. I knew, knew what his birthday was, so I constantly said him about his birthday. Then I realised on LinkedIn that he needs this, so I reached out to him. And then before it even became a, a tender, I'd already been making sure he's on my hit list once a month. So I was sent an email with what I thought was of value. I just always kept it short. I know he's a top line guy. And so literally you're going to have Sam in your weekly meetings to share why that piece of business came in. So the focus is not all on the closing at all. There's no focus on the closing. 
the focus is on how did this rep engage, interact? Yes, there'll be some luck then, timing, but guess what? The rep's luck and timing went straight up when they were on the phone to them more than less. So how did the rep organise themselves? So the other thing you need to do as a sales leader is teach your team to be good at organisation, prioritisation, how to focus, use the CRM to help them, make sure they understand the value and worth of the CRM. Um, talking about value and worth, the next thing is make sure everyone knows the value of their offering. You know, what's the worth to the client? So when they engage with the rep, the rep has certainty in their voice. They stand and speak differently. They're confident. They're congruent. And make sure your reps go in and listen. And that the reason for turn up is to make sure the full interaction is about the client and not about them. So a lot of self-leaders still say things like, you know, good luck with the presentation. And it's like, it's a bit like the rep's going to turn up with a PowerPoint and present at the client rather than, oh, good luck with that meeting. I hope we can, you can engage in a different way and ask lots of questions and, hey, let's prep that together. Your meeting's in three weeks' time. Let's prep it together. Or your meeting's in two days, right? What have you got planned? What questions will you ask them? Let's look at the CRM. What are their current roadblocks? Who else are they going to? What will they go to our competitor? What do they need? What should they need? What's their beliefs? What's their, what do they value? Why would the competitor offer that? So really helping them plan and prepare. It's a skill that, um, Anne-Marie, that not many reps get taught, mm. and it's one of the first key skills they get taught when they come on, on a training. But internally, sales leaders can do that. They can teach their team to be organised and to plan and prepare for a meeting because most reps have the meeting and they it's still a little bit of fly by the seat of their pants when they get there. And, and really what they need to be doing is lots of steps beforehand. Mm. And then again, why is that client coming to you? Because the whole process, every touch point they had was dealt with in such a professional way. Even little things like to some clients, if you said you're going to call at 10 and you call at 10.01, you're late. So you could just lose the whole thing because of that. So, you know, everything down to that planning, organisation, preparation, understand the client. So as a leader, yeah, your, your focus needs to be on that journey have we understood the client? Have we understood the client? Have we understood the client? That should be a voice that comes out. I say that probably 30 times a day. Have we understood the client? What questions did we ask? What questions did they ask us? Have we understood the client? Because everything should be down to have we understood the client? It shouldn't be down to have we closed? Because so that is important. a consequence of understanding the client. Yeah. So in summary, let's just wrap that up into some key points that you want to leave sales leaders with. What can they be doing to really support their team in this area? Right, so meetings, think differently about meetings, get someone to share a success story internally so your team feel evidence. Number two, make sure your team are pre planned and prepared and focused and use the CRM and they organise themselves ahead of time. Number three, your internal language is all about um, have we understood the client. Number four, also let your team know about buying strategies. You know, some clients want to see you a couple of times before they buy. Some clients, we teach a lot about strategies, so um, some clients may just want to ponder on it for a little time. They may want to have two options, for example. If you know a client that needs two options and you've only given one, they'll have to go to a competitor to get the second option. So you as a leader can teach them that. You can actually teach how to give two options. And the option might even be you go with nothing or you or you come with us. You know, like that, that's two options. So helping your team understand people buy differently and not to judge clients. Internally, what a leader can also do is stop, 
stop sort of putting down the competitor. That's really bad juju. That should never happen. If you've been authority and a leader, you're you're there because you've earned the right, not because you've knocked others down and never put down clients and never say things like, oh, God, we've told that client already. No, that client didn't understand. That's your fault that the client didn't understand. Your job is to understand them and then educate them. So I think they're the main things um, a leader can do, including the very key thing with, you know, focus on the journey, not at that end point, the word closing. You've been listening to Smarter Selling Podcast. Want to have a highly skilled and confident team that'll create and leverage more opportunities for your business so you can get more sales? Our sales training programs will show you and your team how. To find out more, go to smarterselling.com.au.